You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We're recording. Recording. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where two black ass girls invade the whitest show on earth The, the Bachelorette. Bachelorette. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And we just watched the two mm. part dramatic finale <laughs> of Hannah B's season of The Bachelorette. Yep. Good God. <laughs> Where do we start? I so know. Much. I have so many <laughs> thoughts. I was trying to get it together before this, but I just, I have like a page of initial Me thoughts. Too. It's too much. I know. My initial thoughts are long and all over the place, so yeah. hopefully it comes out sounding Decent, but good thing you go first. So yeah, yes, just yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> So first and foremost, because I will never stop being a champion for this man. Um, if they pick Peter <laughs> for this fucking next bachelor oh, season, I am motherfucking going no. to kill nope. someone. I'm going to petition. I'm going to write a letter. Yeah. I am going to do a hunger Listen. strike outside of ABC <laughs> down in Midtown. I am not watching Peter as The Bachelor, one, because of the whole girlfriend foolishness, and two, because... Mike would be so much more interesting. So Perfect. no, I don't even. No, sorry, I had to cut you off. <laughs> no, I can't even imagine that future. No. no. But I saw on Twitter everybody's like Peter for Bachelor, Peter for Bachelor, Peter for Bachelor. People were doing polls and Peter Are was winning. Serious? Peter for Bachelor. And my so we're just thing, gonna ignore the whole. I know. Ma- okay, sorry, I can't. My mm-hmm. thing is with Peter for Bachelor is that he is a very non-traditional choice. And Mike is a very traditional choice, but nobody's seeing that because Mike is black. Yes, thank you. Because you know if Mike saying? were white with that million dollar smile and everybody's mm-hmm. been loving him, he would have been the shoe in. But because he's black, yeah. suddenly he's an option, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a fucking, like, like, he's a fucking veteran. Like, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, shit. He's a military vet. They haven't had one of those in a minute. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've ever had a military vet as a. As a bachelor. He has a, I remember. a good job, loves his mom, all this. And Peter had a very, like, non-traditional. It was still, 
great and there was nothing wrong with his hometown, but it was just not very traditional hometown. And he Mm -hmm. has a very, like, immature type of personality to me. Um, And it's just not the, like, exact perfect option that I see Mike as. So if Mike doesn't find love in paradise and he's not the bachelor, like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. This meaning, like, (sighs) live the rest of my life. Like, I don't know how I'm going (laughs) to... Like, <laughs> oh my god! And Mike is also thirty-one. Yeah, he is like, he's been. Did he was he proposed? Did he uh, propose to his last yes, girlfriend, the one that he spoke mm-hmm. about with the miscarriage? Mm-hmm. Like he's lived some life. Yeah, like yeah. went through a proposal, had a very devastating uh, miscarriage that he went through. Um, he speaks very eloquently about what he wants, what he's looking mm-hmm. for. He's very serious. Ain't no skeletons. Current girlfriend's <laughs> gonna be popping up, <laughs> Peter. So come on, this is like the bachelor we've been waiting for. Yeah, fuck for real. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. into my next segue, into my next initial thought, which is this show's formula that we have seen, that I have seen. Let me speak for myself. Out of the four seasons that I've watched in total or five, Mm -hmm. it's only worked for Mm -hmm. two people the way that it's intended Uh, to. So Rachel and Becca were the only people who got engaged to the people that they picked, and now they're, like, riding off into the sunset. In a very, like, traditional ending, yes. Mm -hmm. So clearly this formula is not working anymore. Um, (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like the it was ever working, girl. (laughs) This track record is atrocious, but okay. <laughs> yeah, but the people at least get on the couch and they're like, we're happy and we're in love. Like, didn't Caitlin Bristow do that with her, whatever, the fiance? Yeah, she did. You know what I mean? Like, people would sit mm-hmm. there and be like, yes, this works for me. At least by the time they got on the couch. Now people already wait till they get on the goddamn couch. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. It's not, it's like, it's falling apart mm-hmm. all over the place. Mm-hmm. And seeing a woman fall in love with herself was a much more beautiful process and I wish they would have Mm. gone more in the direction of that narrative rather than the direction of the engagement narrative because it would have changed my opinions of Hannah from day one I would have understood that humongous budget promo that they did for her I would have understood mm-hmm. all of this that she mm-hmm. has gone through all these breakdowns a lot more clear, clearly mm-hmm. if they would have told that story rather than the like, and she got engaged and rode off into the sunset story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that wasn't the approach. They didn't go in telling that story, but I feel like we still did get that story. You don't think mm-hmm. so? We got it in the end, but I wish they would have yeah. just uh, championed it more. A little bit more, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. I didn't mm-hmm. hear Chris Harrison say self-love at all. This is true. Yeah. Right? Yeah, she kind of came out and said it on her own. Like, mm-hmm. I've grown as a woman, I'm more confident, blah, blah, blah. But we never got the the questions from him to kind yeah. of, like, really segment, you know, uh, or cement what the narrative should be or right. whatever. Um, and then, okay, last initial thought. This girl, this poor girl has been manipulated this entire show. This entire, Jesus this Christ. whole time she was being manipulated by. Thrown around like a ragdoll. So many different people. And mm-hmm. this and Luke P in the same, like, six weeks is a very intense mm. 
thing to go through um, and just shows me, and I'm talking about myself as a Christian woman, that she is Mm -hmm. an embodiment of a warrior of Christ Um, Mm. and someone who lives in the word, lives and breathes in the word. Um, Mm -hmm. And seeing her dance to Truth Hurts on Instagram, I was like, hmm. This is foreshadowing because the lyrics to Truth Hurts is literally like her life. Um, mm. And if anybody doesn't know that I'm talking about Truth Hurts by Lizzo, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I don't know what she was talking about. No, so what? <laughs> I'm about to hang up the Skype. What was I? I was what? humming something in my What song? Well, I was thinking of but the Lizzo. Okay. current song by Lizzo. Look up the lyrics. I know. They they are her life. Like the first line is, "You could have had a bad bitch, noncommittal, help you with your career just a little." Like this is Hannah's life, Mm. 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 (laughs) right? Um, Mm -hmm. And then also realized from Twitter that Jed is literally a poet in drag, and that's it. (laughs) Yup. Yep. I mean, a musician, mm-hmm. a songwriter, a songwriter. nothing but a poet to some uh, songs. Nothing but a poet and drag. Mm-hmm. And what did Justine tell y'all? <laughs> about these season? poets. About these poets. Mm. <laughs> what are your thoughts, She said a poet and drag. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh. My turn? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I said, what are your thoughts? <laughs> yes. So my thoughts, as you said, like these endings just keep getting better and better, Mm -hmm. more crazy, (laughs) crazier and crazier. Um, Even Rachel, even though it was a very traditional ending, we had that crazy breakup with Peter, Ari switcheroo with Lauren B and Becca, Mm -hmm. Becca on the couch talking about Garrett's Trump fucking ways, (laughs) Colton had a a homegirl at the end, wouldn't even know, can't even call her a girlfriend. (laughs) And now Hannah. So I don't know what this show is becoming, but it's a fucking mess and it's great television. It is, it is, it is. And I had a great time watching this season. Mm -hmm. Um, I keep thinking, like, we almost, you guys, we straight up, legit, we're not going to recap this season. We almost just quit this whole thing. Oh, yeah. Like, we were planning a life outside yes. of the podcast. Like, yes. What I would do with my Monday nights. Yeah. Like, we were not coming back because we were really not trying to watch Hannah B., mm-hmm. who, at that time in our heads, she was the homegirl who gave that whack-ass toast, mm-hmm. who couldn't piece words together. Mm-hmm who, to this day, still gave one of the wackest one-on-one dates with Colton ever. Oh, yeah. one-on-one date with him was horrendous. Mm-hmm. Um, we were not trying to find that... Hell, we were not trying to watch that girl find, find love. love. Not to mention the fact that she's also 24, yeah. which is still preposterous to me, but at that time, we were like, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. But I must say, I'm very happy that we stuck around. Me too. Because Hannah was a very pleasant surprise yeah i thoroughly enjoyed this season yep i mean she put us through hell with luke Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. through just hell and back but otherwise i feel like she and this kind of echoes a lot of my thoughts from last week she really conducted herself in a manner that 
really surprised me with her level of like maturity, mm-hmm. her like self-awareness and personal development. We had a whole segment called Hannah Used Her Words, mm-hmm. which we kind of just scrapped because she was reading people left and right by the <laughs> end. Like, <laughs> she didn't find her words. This bitch could talk. Like <laughs> she got a lot to say. She demonstrated like immense strength and confidence. Honestly, she at 24 appears to be in a better place than I was at 24. Oh, honestly, definitely. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that at 24, I was not trying to get married. So there was a oh, level of yeah, personal development that I wasn't even striving for yet because I was still young and out here in these streets. So to be 24 and talk about you want to get married, I'm expecting you to have a level of maturity. Mm-hmm. Um, and she really came with that. And I couldn't help but feel very proud watching her, mm-hmm. even through this very treacherous ending, like tonight's, not just Lupi, but like tonight's ending. Yeah. Like very mm-hmm. proud of the way she handled Jed, the way she's mm-hmm. like holding her head up high through this mess. Um, I loved how she literally put a period, shut the door on Jed. She did not leave it open. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like oh, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Or, like, she let him know, like, I have grace for you. Mm-hmm. I know this has been rough for you, but I'm no longer in love with you. Those feelings have died. Like, yeah. she really, like, did whatever work she needed to to get through this mess and um, standing very strong independently on her own and mm-hmm. is very admirable and very surprising for coming into the season who I thought we were going to watch. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, very pleasantly surprised. Um, her decisions, of course, weren't always perfect. Um, and she was extremely frustrating <laughs> most of the season to watch with this loopy foolishness. But in kind of recollecting the season in my head, I will say there's three decisions that she made that really, really impressed me. Oh, okay. Particularly for her age and mm. um, just her maturity and just really shown as someone who did the damn thing as the bachelorette Mm -hmm. i would say the first is um if you go back a couple episodes the episode where she's wearing that beautiful white dress and the Mm -hmm. guys were all fighting Mm -hmm. and she came in and like yelled at them berated them and flat out told them that ain't none of you know shit about me (laughs) because none of you guys asked me anything Mm -hmm. all we do is talk about stupid ass shit like that moment for me i think that moment a lot of guys just like fell in love with her at that moment I think that's a moment that probably stuck with Tyler because I remember Tyler immediately after that was like oh this girl (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm down for this girl and I like that she did that she came in and was like look I'm here to mean business I'm tired of talking about surface shit we need Mm -hmm. to start digging deeper a second moment that obviously stood out to me is obviously the way she stood up to Luke about her Mm. sexuality and just owning it and being bold and unapologetic about it Again, demonstrated a level of maturity and um, just confidence to be able to get on national television and do that and be a Christian woman on top of that and do mm-hmm. that. Um, and then third, and we've talked about this last, uh, last episode too, was just the way she handled the fantasy suites with Tyler. Mm, and yeah. making that yeah. decision, going in, saying, I'm not having sex, we're going to talk, and really made it about them building their emotional connection because she knew that's what they needed. And I think those three decisions just, like, really impressed me mm-hmm. um, because, I mean, with Becca, with Rachel, they've all made decisions that I didn't like or mm-hmm. 
you know, things that didn't impress me. But for Hannah in particular, it's just because we've really watched her grow up essentially like on the show. And like, I don't know. I feel like I'm rooting for her like a big sister in a way. Honestly, I was going to say like like a little sister. (laughs) Yeah. Like I don't have any little sisters, but I'm watching her and I'm like, come on, Hannah, you got this. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing her mess up and fail and make these decisions. And those three moments really stuck out to me. Um, and made me very proud and happy to cheer her on as the bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Now, this ending was horrifying mm-hmm. and shows again that the real world continues to like impede into the show. Yes. Like because of social media, because right. all these skeletons, it's impossible to hide a fucking girlfriend. Like, Jed, impossible. I don't know what the fuck Jed. you think you were going to do. Jed, Peter. Everybody, like, <laughs> it's impossible with the internet to hide anything. Mm-hmm. Come on. And so uh, here we have another ending where, as viewers, we kind of already knew, like, everyone's known about Jed's foolishness yes. for weeks now. Mm-hmm. So all we, we can only guess that he won the show mm-hmm. or he was chosen at the end. We don't read spoilers, but I've read enough stuff to kind of, I've yeah, kind of put figured it out the ending. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I just keep pushing back on the show as to like, how are they going to, are they okay that this keeps happening? That the endings kind of keep getting revealed Maybe. before the ends happen? I mean, it does still make good television, mm-hmm. but kind of, we lose the mystery and we lose the the mystique or whatever that the show used to have. I don't know. And the point um, of the show. This is not the point of the show. Thank you. The point of the show is not for like shit shows to happen and the lead to get their heart broken. No. (laughs) And for somebody to curse somebody out. This is not the point. Right. Yeah. It was, it was supposed to be like a fairy tale, happy ending. That's what we're supposed to be watching, but we haven't gotten that in a couple seasons. (laughs) So, Oh no. Um, but regardless, still fantastic television Mm -hmm. even though it was a shit show and i feel for hannah at the end Mm -hmm. um this season gave a lot to talk about in regards to some really important topics owning your sexuality toxic relationships emotional abuse um gaslighting like all that stuff and yeah did i enjoy the season i definitely enjoyed it i'm glad we did the recap yeah um do i want to watch another 24 year old i'm not sure I think I am overdue for a more mature person, i.e. 31-year-old Mike. Yes. And honestly, at like 7.58, speaking of like missing people, I was like, damn, I miss Insecure. Oh, my God. When does Insecure come back? 2020. What month? (laughs) Who knows? Probably October. Isn't it a summer show? It it is. It's It's typically a summer show. So that we have to wait a whole another year. Oh, they playing. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> nope. That's wild. I don't but even I remember like... none of the damn plot lines by then. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. I was just like, Anyways, man, I'm missing grown women on TV. Grown Fuck. women find love. <laughs> Jesus. But anyways, anyways, um, shout out to the Patreon crew. Woo-hoo. Truly shout out to you guys. Yeah. All shout outs. I mean, you brought us here for this season. You did. And <laughs> I must thank you because I've had a grand old time watching mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. 
and very surprised by how my mind has changed from beginning to end and Mm -hmm. from not being a Hannah fan to now I'm like, hell yeah, go Hannah. Mm -hmm. Um, So thank you because we could have never even gone to that conclusion if y'all didn't bring us back. So shout out to y'all. As always, rate, review, subscribe on all of the platforms that you listen to us on. Um, hit us up on Twitter. We will be back next week mm-hmm. recapping Bachelor in Paradise. We're yeah, not going pink. anywhere, and Paradise is about to be fucking messy as hell. Liddy, Liddy, Paradise is gonna be good. Paradise is gonna be good, and we're gonna be here next Monday and Tuesday mm-hmm. live tweeting. Our handle is the number two BLK girls, the number one Rose, and episodes for that will drop on Thursdays. Yes. And um, you can email us at the number two black girls, the number one rose at gmail.com. You can Instagram us, you can Facebook us, all that, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're listening right now, don't forget to tag us in your story, take a screenshot, yes. let everybody know that our finale recap has dropped. Share us with the world. We love it. We always repost it to our story. Continue to grow this community. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get into the recap, Justine, I know we have just a few lovely church announcements. Church announcements. Take us to church. We'll yes. watch programs. So we just have a couple of church announcements. We got some love and some more travel tips, some more solo travel tips for me. So oh thanks, guys. Everybody is like so distraught about your Woodstock experience, and this is just sending us so much every day. So thank you, guys. Honestly, I don't know if I'll be going to any of the states that are in the shape of squares by myself, but. I'll uh, look into your your recommendations. But thank you for the love, Jennifer, Susan, Lindsay, and Mitty. Or Mitty. Um, just gave us some love, gave us some tips. Um, so shout out to you guys. And that was it. Um, is there any Bachelor Nation news this week? No, just this recap, girl. All right, let's go. Let's dive on in because we're going to be here forever. Oh, three hours. <laughs> Four hours of content to recap. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. So uh, we open up. This is yesterday's episode, part one of the finale. Chris Harrison is on stage. First thing, do you notice he always says finale? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you doing this, Chris? He thinks he's like more important than, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, damn well it's pronounced finale. Stop. <laughs> Anyways, Chris Harrison is on stage and is saying that what we're going to witness these next two nights is unlike anything we've ever seen before. Will she get engaged? Mm-hmm. And if she does, will her story have a happy ending? Maybe not. So basically, he gave way to whole damn show at the very beginning. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> okay, I can put that two and two together. I put th- <laughs> exactly. Like, today is Monday so, and tomorrow's uh, Tuesday. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you for revealing everything. Yeah. Okay, I've been trying to avoid spoilers this whole time, but thanks. Like, <laughs> So anyways, um, we first have to go back to the rose ceremony in Greece. So Luke has finally kicked rocks, but mm-hmm. we're still left with Peter, Tyler, and Jed, who is wearing his Build-A-Bear brown suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you know it had stripes? They are. It had stripes? It had It did have a little texture stripes. to it. It was, was kind of like corduroy. Oh, God. <laughs> I still like the suit. I still, for some reason, had a, I just, I don't know, something about it. It was a nice brown. Okay. Nice brown. <laughs> okay, <cute. laughs> So they are still waiting because somebody has to go home. Um, Jed 
you know, he says, if I get a rose, that's one step closer to getting engaged, mm. which I feel like he said that in a way, almost like a Freudian slip. Like he's freaking out right now. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Inside. He's been freaking out since hometowns. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jet has not smiled in like four <laughs> episodes. Have you noticed that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> His face is so stone faced because he is freaking the fuck out that mm-hmm. he is still on this show and his plan was to go home on week three. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So he's freaking the fuck out. Tyler is over here beaming. Hannah's everything I've ever wanted. Mm-hmm. Peter's over here beaming again. I've never felt this immensely for someone. Mm-hmm. I know we're meant to be together. So Hannah comes back out. She's still wearing that terrible ass, my big fat gypsy wedding dress. <laughs> Horrible. I wanted so much better for her. I know. Me too. This is an awful dress and such a like pivotal moment. Um, and she just says how she feels so loved and this is very hard for her. Mm-hmm. Um, she said this is hard not because she's breaking someone else's heart right now, but also because she's breaking her Hers. own heart. Yeah. Um, just, just terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, the first rose goes to Jed. Goes to Build a Bear. Which, after the hometown that he gave us, his parents fucking hate him and like <laughs> this whole situation. Why is he gone? Like, how is he still getting first roses? Oh like I told, God. I was so, I was, I knew Tyler was gonna get it, and it was yeah, Jed. I'm yeah. like, did, did we not just experience the hometown that we just? had mm. and then also their whole last overnight date he was like fighting with her about luke like how oh my is he God, getting that's right <laughs> and he wouldn't roses. like leave her alone he's been fighting with her about luke for a while the nerve the nerve Ugh. so tyler mm-hmm. is looking very terrified at this moment mm-hmm. so you have peter who's kind of keeping it all together and then tyler who literally is like on the verge of tears yeah. absolutely terrified like this is very real for him um, lucky thing is, the next rose goes to Tyler. Mm-hmm. So Peter is going home. Mm-hmm. And in this moment, I bet he is regretting breaking up with his girlfriend back <laughs> before going on the show. And yeah, so. Yeah. Um, Hannah, she walks him out and she's like absolutely in shambles. This yeah. is definitely her hardest goodbye mm-hmm. to date. She's like bawling tears. Mm-hmm. Um, and she doesn't really have an explanation for him. She just says, like, everything about our relationship was perfect. Mm-hmm. You're, like, the dream guy. You're the Ken to my Barbie. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're the Ken to my Barbie. There's n- literally nothing wrong. Like, she doesn't have an answer because there is no, there's nothing to no, tell him, nothing really. nothing to say. If this usually happens yeah. around this po- point. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's either yeah. the third or the fourth person who goes fourth. home where they're like I just can't explain it but you just gotta go yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so Peter he kept us together very well and just said you know I don't really regret I don't regret any of this mm-hmm. you always have a piece of my heart obviously this sucks it hurts and then um, we see her walk into the SUV where he finally shows some emotion and breaks down because oh this is the final moment. You look like a little puppy dog. I know. You're like literally giving, you're hugging the person that you're in love with mm-hmm. for the very last time yeah. and know that you will never be with them no. ever again. No. Like, it's the toughest and thing they could ever. possibly in six weeks go to a beach and get drunk as shit for three weeks and get engaged to somebody else. Someone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yep. 
<sighs> so he boards in the SUV. He literally looked like a sad puppy. He did. Like he a, looked like a sad <laughs> golden really retriever. Sad oh. golden. Yep. And just still talks about how he just, you know, he's not mad at Hannah. Mm-hmm. And he's not regretting anything about this journey. But this hurts like a bitch, mm-hmm. like he said. Um, so we head back to the live studio audience. Yep. And Peter is on stage with Chris Harrison. Mm-hmm. Um, he just watched that clip for the first time with everybody else. My first question was, are we going to talk about your girlfriend scandal or no? Like- I had that question at the very end when we did not ask about the girlfriend scandal. Yeah. But I was like, he just got off scotch-free. Yeah. Nothing. So Peter's on stage. He's looking tan as shit. Yes, that Cuban looking, blood. Yes, was I forgot. On overdrive. I forgot that he was Cuban. And then when they panned to his mom, I was like, Oh yeah. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dark as hell. Yeah. Natural too. That's the natural tan. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just you know always raving about Hannah. She's honestly the most amazing person I've ever met in mm-hmm. my life thus far. Wow. Like, wow. Just really big superlatives um (laughs) and (laughs) that's a big statement she's the most amazing person i've met in my life thus far yeah it's crazy wow um and how he just never had any doubt in us and finally we pan over and we see his parents in the audience Mm -hmm. his amazing mother Mm -hmm. who i love my mother but i also love the shit out of peter's mother (laughs) If I could choose another, if I could choose yes. another mother in this world, yes. I might choose her. Definitely, she or sure. just her energy. Yeah, she's like in the audience. She's crying, mm-hmm. but she's like mouthing "I love you" and blowing kisses to him. Yeah. <laughs> it was just so adorable. Yes, yeah. Oh, it actually, reminded me of how Hannah was before all of this turmoil happened to her. How she was um, just so like warm and would just yeah. like love her everyone. Energy. <laughs> and, you know, just so every heart come. stomped on by eight different people. Yeah, right. In six weeks, then, yeah, no, not mm. anymore. But <laughs> um, so his mom's there. She just talked about how rough it is to watch as a mother and, you know, yeah. wanting to take his pain away and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Chris Harrison is asking him, like, when did you know that Hannah was the one? And he said in Latvia, mm-hmm. which I think was their first one on one date, which is oh wild. Oh, God, that's right. Because you've literally just spent like a significant chunk of time with this person, and that's when you knew she date. was the one. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> Chris Harrison, of course, asks the question I fucking hate: Are you still in love with her? Yeah, I hate that question. And too. I hate that question. He says, "Like it's been two months. It takes time. She always mm-hmm. have a piece of my heart. Like always, still love her." It's like the same answer we always get. Yeah. Um, so after the commercial break, Hannah comes out looking absolutely amazing. This is probably one of my favorite dresses I've seen on the show ever. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to describe it. It was royal blue. Mm -hmm. It was like a cobalt. No, not cobalt. It was like a royal blue. Yeah, yeah. I would say it was like a gem tone. Yes, gem Mm -hmm. tone blue. Um, it was one long sleeve, mm-hmm. but then the shoulder was like out on that yes, side. Yes, yes. You know, 
and then the other side was like swept up and it was like sleeveless yep. on the other side mm-hmm. it had a little ruching action mm-hmm. it was like a midi length it was just everything yeah like, it was so and the whole look the ponytail the slick the ponytail, ponytail. yes oh, it's so good this is definitely one of her best she's had a lot of great looks mm-hmm. um great evening gown looks because some of yes. her like they t- her you know other yeah, outfits pink were, leather jackets can go but the rest <laughs> yeah. had to go um, but she had a lot of great evening looks, and this one by far was like I oh, think yeah. my favorite. Mm-hmm. I love this dress. Um, anyways, Peter, <laughs> back to Peter. <laughs> um, he asks, of course, the question that never gets a satisfying answer. Mm-hmm. You know, can you tell me, like, try and pinpoint a moment that you realized it wasn't us? And Hannah, Hannah just says, you know, there wasn't really anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I really thought into the end that you would be the one meeting my family. I was falling in love with you, but I was also falling in love with two other guys. Yeah. Um, but then Hannah continues on. So she's trying to search. She's yeah. searching because mm-hmm. she wants to give him an explanation. Um, and she tells him, you know, maybe I wish I knew a bit sooner how you felt. Um, I think, you know, I felt that you were scared to fall in love with me. Mm-hmm. And I think if... Um, if there's something that I can find, yeah, um, I think, yeah, that you were just a bit apprehensive about sharing your feelings mm-hmm. and I wish I knew sooner. Um, she said, I felt it, but I just didn't know. Um, and you can tell she's really searching and yeah. this is why I hate, this is why I hate when like Peter and the people who like get their heart broken ask this question. Cause mm-hmm. usually you're going to get this kind of answer. They're searching and then you're just going to go home and kick yourself and be like, fuck, I should have said something sooner. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. any yeah. of this is productive, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, I do. And it's, it's like a catch 22 because you really want the answer. You really you want to you know do. why it wasn't you. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. guess if you haven't watched the show like we have, you don't know that it's the same fucking answer every single time somebody sits on this goddamn couch. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess. And then you do go home and say, oh, well, in this moment, I could have said this. And in this moment, I could have said that. Yeah. But either way, you're going to be thinking about the past when you shouldn't be. When you shouldn't be. It's not productive anyway, yeah. so... Um, and then another question he asked, which I thought was a good one. He said, you always refer to our relationship as a slow burn. Yeah. Which she did. And he's like, I don't understand where that, like, why were you saying that or where was that coming good from? Good question, Peter. Which was a very good question. Um, and she said, you know, what we had was very passionate. And I think you not expressing emotionally how you felt slowed me from jumping head in. Mm-hmm. So we were always continually progressing, but it was kind of like a slow progression. Emotional like progression, yeah. Um, yeah, slow emotional progression. Um, and then Chris Harrison, you know, tries to cut the tension, says, you know, on a lighter note, no one will ever look at a windmill the same. <laughs> <laughs> And then Hannah drops a bomb on us mm-hmm. that she said, you know, I was a little dishonest about something. I did say that we did it twice in the windmill, but actually it was four times. That's wild. The crowd went wild. Talk about stamina. They were not in that windmill <laughs> for that know. long. That's four I'm times, Peter. Too. Four wow. times is a lot. That's two at night, two in the morning, I'm thinking. Oh, okay. Wow. That's a lot because the cameras come in in the morning at some point. Yeah, yeah. So did y'all get up extra early and throw down twice? Maybe. (laughs) Or they just didn't sleep. 
Or they just, yeah, they just did it all night long. Ew. But also, damn, Peter, because that recovery period, he just went I back know. to back to back to back. Yeah. Damn. Mm. Mm. <laughs> That's impressive. Mm. That's, That's impressive, very impressive. Mm-hmm. Very impressive. Oh, it's not like they had a weekend together. That was no, one night, was y'all. Just literally like eight hours. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> wild. So of course the crowd was going crazy. The crazy. mom was like screaming yeah, and clapping. That was weird. Very weird. But very strange. I the guess. dad was looking proud. Chris yeah. Harrison stood and saluted him. It was like a whole. Yeah. <laughs> it was a whole yeah. thing. Um, so anyways, after a commercial break, we head back to the footage, mm-hmm. back to Crete and Greece. Um, and Hannah, she's talking about her two final guys. Um, she has Jed, who she says has been very stable. He's like a forever best friend um, mm. and a partner. Mm. And Tyler, he's so, conf- he's so confident and supportive. Mm-hmm. Now, Hannah's parents are now in Crete. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be meeting the boys. Mm-hmm. And she heads to meet them in this beautiful home. And Tyler is the first up to meet the family. And they're going to be meeting the dad, the mom. And then there's some other random people yeah, there that they like didn't sister. really name. They didn't. <laughs> sister. No, yeah, no camera time, no nothing. No mic. No camera time. Yeah. No even nameplate at the bottom. Nope. Like who the person, nothing. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I feel like I ask you this every season, but who would you mm-hmm. have if you were the bachelorette there because I feel like I'd have my parents and then additional people I would just have my like my parents my sister and my brother okay I think that's okay. it maybe my sister-in-law too because she asks Ooh. good questions mm, yeah yeah Dora and Geneva my brother uh, my sister and yeah my parents I think that's mm. it who would you nice. have I'd have some my, I would have my uh, urban family with me oh jeez oh god <laughs> bringing in all your friends too uh-huh oh boy yeah because my mom and dad like i they're yeah. great they're great <laughs> they're great i know they yeah. are great and that's the yeah. problem they're yes, great they <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. are the king and queen of love thy neighbor and right. so that doesn't make them very good for interrogation um, no, but my yeah, right. urban family, and especially my brother. My brother's pretty good at like picking up on vibes mm. too. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But my urban family, they know, they know immediately. Yeah, yeah you need people who are going to ask good questions. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. My mom, she a wild card, so she might fucking embarrass me. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. she's definitely good fun. to have. That would be good TV. Watching your mom. always good TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, my dad, brother, and sister. I feel like they bring some good. Uh, some hot seat questions yeah um but anyways so hannah before tyler comes in she lets them know like tyler comes from divorced parents one of his his dad was very sick before coming on the show she also tells them about fantasy suites how they you know didn't throw down Mm -hmm. and she really needed to figure out whether she was falling in lust with tyler or whether she was falling in love and she says that she's now confirmed after Fantasy Suites said it is indeed love. love. But so she gave them all that kind of like background information. Um, so Hannah goes to get Tyler, who is looking just, Ugh. I mean, <laughs> just, it just looks good in anything. Like a buffet. Even that salmon yeah. jacket. Even that goddamn salmon jacket that we all want to burn. <laughs> yeah. Like if he wore it to the fucking meet the parents, he would look amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. As always. 
Um, so he came in. They sit and chat with the family. And Tyler's good with his words, too. Like, and yeah. in the beginning, I didn't trust him because he has that face. Mm-hmm. And it always felt like lines. But now that I f- know that he fully loves this girl, mm-hmm. it's like words that really come from the heart. And he yeah. says a lot of profound things about her, which... Um, you know, just warm my little heart. Mm-hmm. Um, he told them, like, you guys should be so proud of this girl, the way she's conducted herself, um, you know, through this whole process. Um, and then they kind of share some little stories about how he, you know, took dance in college, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, so Tyler and the mom sit and chat first, and she's asking him, you know, how was the experience uh, been for you? He said, Hannah's made it all worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you guys have had any disagreements... Um, like let's say in the future if she if you do something that she's not gonna like how you tell her and just talks about you know I'd be honest I'm an open book my parents are divorced so I've seen what it takes to get to that type of situation and so honesty is like everything for me um, which, you know, Mr. Jed can't really say the same. No, no, he but, can't say any of that. Mm-hmm, can't say not a word. Yeah. I like how he put um, that, too. I like how he didn't, like, sell his parents' marriage under the bus. That's mm-hmm. not a phrase, to sell someone under the bus. Shoved his parents' marriage under yeah. the bus. <laughs> um, yeah. And how he just kind of said that he learned from it, that he's different, and that he mm-hmm. now knows how he wants to run his relationship. Like, I like it mm-hmm. when people don't, you know what I mean? Like, take the lesson that they've yeah. learned and just ex- extract the experience and not the people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, he just assures the mom, because she says in our family, you know, it's one and done. Mm-hmm. We're trying to do marriage every five seconds um (laughs) and he says you know i have your daughter's best interest i really do love her i want her to be my wife i want her to be my best friend i want to be her biggest cheerleader just lays it on thick um the mom she's convinced in her professional she says that i think he so completely loves her he's very protective he blew me away today Mm -hmm. And I, that's the thing that, like, sticks out with Tyler is you can feel his, like, protectiveness, mm-hmm. which is the type of feeling you want to leave a parent with. Yeah. Like, if I'm a, a man coming in, I'm meeting you for the first time, talking about I'm about to propose to your daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, if any feeling I want to feel at the end of this day is that you're going to protect her because I don't know yeah. you from a can of paint. Yeah. But I need to know that she's safe with you. Safe. And I right. feel like he left, he left that impression with the mom, which was great. Yeah. Um, next, Tyler sits with the dad, and the dad, you know, asks him, you know, what was your take on the whole fantasy suite thing? Mm-hmm. And um, he just talks about how he respects her and really wanted that night to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he shares a little bit about how before he came on the show, his dad was really sick, and it put everything into perspective for him in his life. Um, and then again, lays it on thick with the dad. I love your daughter. I want her to be the mother of my kids. I want mm-hmm. her to lead my family in faith. I love and to be that, that strong line. woman that she is. Yeah. I don't have any second guessing or doubt. Yeah, I love that he put that in there. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like on the and and Tyler talks about it later how like I feel like he has also done a lot of growing emotionally mm-hmm. and spiritually through yeah. Hannah. Yeah, because well, or through his experience like, with his dad before. Before, but then also with Hannah because she pushes him mm-hmm. to open up. Mm-hmm. He would not make it this far on the show if he didn't open up about some of the tough shit in his life. Yeah. And then spiritually, she talks about Jesus and Christ every five seconds, mm-hmm. so he has no choice but to be like, oh shit, like start to open up about his own faith and spirituality. So, yeah. 
Um, I love that now having her lead their family in faith is something that he's even like saying and like wanting. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. Um, and the dad, same thing. He's convinced. He mm-hmm. said he was honest, sincere, and willing to step up and take care of her. Um, now Hannah sits with her dad and the dad just lets her know everything went really well. Um, you know, they talked about the fantasy Swedes and he can see how much that Tyler really respects her. And, you know, she agrees. That's one thing she really loves about Tyler is how much she respects her. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Hannah also gets, you know, good, um, gets good thoughts from the mom who yeah um same thing just kind of co-signs him and hannah tells her mom that she does see um herself with she can't see herself with tyler at the end of all this Mm -hmm. so hannah walks tyler out you know says to him um she wants to tell him something and how you know he's been so vulnerable with her about how he feels and she hasn't really done the same um, and she, you know, I didn't know if I was falling in lust with you this whole time, um, but I know I have been falling in love with you. And Tyler's just grinning from ear to ear. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he wanted to hear. Um, and yeah, they're so cute. They had a cute little so goodbye, cute. like hugging and kissing nonstop, and just telling her he loves her a million times over. Yeah. They just looked so in love. Mm-hmm. The next day, mm. we have Mr. Jed Wyatt. Has mm-hmm. any... Um, never mind. We'll get to it. Sorry. <laughs> okay. We'll get to it. Mm-hmm. So, Hannah tells her parents that she's excited but a bit nervous. Mm-hmm. And she claims that she's nervous because, you know, I have two guys. It's a big decision at the end. But really, I think she's nervous because she knows her parents ain't going like Jed. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, she already knew. Um, so Hannah says, you know, Jed has been the one from the beginning, um, who's the person that I feel like can fit into my life, which I don't know where she pulled that foolishness from because that made no damn sense, but okay, girl. So Hannah heads out to meet Jed and loved this outfit as well. Yes. This blue, like kimono, another caftan moment. (laughs) It was like so so large and billowy. It was loved it. so great. And it's something that you can only wear if you are really thin on TV. Because um, okay. otherwise you look absolutely massive. <laughs> because it's so big and billowy. Yes, yes you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she had it. I, I think it, it had a slit in the back, too, which was like, bomb. Yes. Yeah. It had a low, low back. Mm-hmm. And it was also royal blue. So Her other color. Gorgeous. Her, her other color. Mm-hmm. Um, so she goes out to meet Jed. And meanwhile, the mama inside is saying how she's going to give Jed a chance. Yeah, but, but Tyler set a really high bar. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Jed is walking into not a good situation, yeah. bro. Yeah, like no. Tyler really wowed them. So good luck. Um, so Hannah brings in Ty- uh, and Jed and they sit and chat and he kind of just recalls their limo entrance mm-hmm. and um, he then tells them that he's a musician mm. and a songwriter. Mm. And <laughs> mom and dad's face faces were both like, okay. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I feel like that was the moment they were like, oh, no, Tyler's the one. Get this guy out of yeah. here. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> immediately. Like, <laughs> need I hear nothing else? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I'm good. So uh, Jed sits with the dad. 
And the dad flat out says in his confessional, my one concern is how Jed is going to provide for Hannah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. He heard that he's a musician and that is the only thing That's he it. needs now yep. to discuss. That's yep. it. So they sit and have a chat and the dad flat out asks, like, what are your goals in life? And Jed says, you know, well, I moved to Nashville for songwriting and, uh, and kind of just like tape Yeah, off. and that <laughs> was it. Yeah, I was like, wow, we don't have that any was other... Nothing else, bro? Yeah. Okay. All right. So the dad continues, you know, well, you know, I'm asking about your goals because I also want to know how financially you're going to, you know, plan to provide for Hannah. Mm -hmm. And Jed says, you know, my, he just starts rambling about foolishness. Mm -hmm. He says, my goal is to have, you know, many facets and backup plans as possible um, and then he shares how his big, my biggest accomplishment to date is that I've signed a deal with a dog food company, um, and I've written their jingle, mm-hmm. and it's been you know my first big, real breakthrough. And all the dad, he's done, <laughs> and I am too yeah. watching this because I know mm-hmm. from all the spoilers and reality, Steve, and all the rest of the stuff that Jed is a mm-hmm. stripper. And I yes. don't know why Jed Forgot didn't say, I have a tax-free side hustle that mm-hmm. I know can provide for me and Hannah. And I right. might have to make some sacrifices. Right. He just said none of that. None of that. <laughs> like, gave no reassurance to his father at all. None. And so the dad says, you know, sometimes financial situations can be a main problem of a marriage. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look, I work 14 to 16 hours a day to make sure Ooh. my family's taken care of. Ooh. So I want to make sure that Hannah's in the great situation and is in the right fit for her. Mm-hmm. So Jed is picking up what they're putting down <laughs> and <laughs> says in his confessional how, you know, they don't think I'm adequate and I can see that their main concern is the financial aspect of our relationship. Which, that's not what they said. They didn't say you weren't adequate, Jed. They just said that you are broke. Yeah, this is an insecurity of his. Yeah. He does not feel adequate because right. he knows he cannot f- provide for this woman. Right, right. So, and he knows he cannot look in this father's eyes and tell her that he can provide for her because he can't even provide for himself because <laughs> didn't we hear that his dad pays his rent? Yes. I'm so sorry to be counting this man's coins like this, but hello. Yes, yes, we did. We did. We oh did. my God. So, Jed sits with the mom. Oh, wait. And did you, we're not going to go over that he said that this is a no return policy? The dad said that? Yes. He said that yeah. about marriage. Yo, I hollered, hollered <laughs> aloud. You can't take my daughter and then return and her then later when you realize you can't pay the bills. Right. Fuck out of here. Mm-mm. Oh, my <laughs> exactly. God. That was so funny. Anyway, okay, so he sits with the mom. Sorry. <laughs> he sits with the mom. Okay. And the mom says, you know, I know your music career is going to be hard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hopefully, I do hope you make it big. Mm-hmm. But then it's also going to be hard. Yeah, right. Because that's a whole nother thing. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine he does make it big. Then we have a whole nother hurdle to get over because he's a big fucking country music star or yep. whatever. And how the hell is he going to balance a life with Hannah? So, yeah, Jed, I don't know what he says. Nothing of something. <laughs> so, next scene, the mom and Hannah are sitting. Mm-hmm. And the mom gives one of the best lines ever about Jed. She says, he has qualities. <laughs> 
But he's a musician, you know. Have you thought about the lifestyle? He has qualities. He has qualities. I'm gonna say that. Name a quality, it. mama. <laughs> name name one. Couldn't even name one. <laughs> he has qualities. Oh my god. Oh Lord. But she she made a good point. She said, "Have you thought about the lifestyle?" She said it's right. gonna be a lot of hours, mm-hmm. late night of all you know, all hours of the night, playing in bars, playing little shows here and there. Mm-hmm. Like I loved how she spelled it out like that. Like this musician lifestyle ain't cute yeah, in the beginning. Right. It's a lot of grinding and playing all hours of the night at whack ass venues. Mm-hmm. Are you prepared for that type of lifestyle? And so the mom, I mean, she immediately tells Hannah, she's like, you know, meanwhile, Tyler is on his own. And (laughs) so Hannah Hannah obviously is not happy hearing that. She's like, I knew this was going to happen. And that's when the mom starts breaking down crying because Mm -hmm. she is terrified that her daughter is actually in love with this man. Yeah. not only is his ability to provide for her questionable, but Jed choosing this musician lifestyle, mm-hmm. like music is his love. Yeah. Yeah. This, if he's really passionate about this and this is what he wants to do, that's, that's his first priority. Yeah. And he'll Hannah give up Hannah like, in a heartbeat to pursue yes. his love of country music. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the mama sees that. And Hannah's not really seeing that. She's thinking that she's along for the ride with him. But mm-hmm. it's like, he's very early in his career. Like, he's going to choose opportunities over your ass if it's going to mean his career is going to be, um, you know, benefit in yeah. some way. Do you think also that Hannah's mom was nervous because we don't know what Hannah wants to do after this? You mean... And by we, mean? I mean definitely her mom. So, like, after this... I don't know, like, you know, Rachel was a lawyer. Becca was a publicist. Like, I don't know what Hannah's, like, job is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the mom is probably nervous about that going into a marriage with a musician who is also very up in the air. With their yeah, I think so. You know? I mean, we have to remember Hannah's 24. Yeah. She's not very deep in her career. Yeah. She's, like, what, two years out of college? She's still doing yeah. entry-level shit, whatever the hell she's doing. Yeah, I don't so, know what she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what she's doing because they don't really talk about it. Yeah. Something with interior decorating or design or something. Remember I they guess. mentioned that, like, they in did. the very beginning? Yeah. Um, but either way, she's very early in her career, mm-hmm. and... So her parents, if she's trying to get married, like, ASAP, they want to see her probably with somebody who's a little bit more mature and, yeah, like, well put together. Yeah. Settled down um, because it seems like her career and stuff is still in flux. Yeah. So um, I want to ask your opinion on something. Mm. So this whole Jed versus Tyler, like, you have Jed who loves her. Mm-hmm. But his career and finances are in flux. And then you have Tyler who loves her mm-hmm. and his life is more stable. Mm-hmm. So they're they're setting up this like comparison of like it really just mm-hmm. comes down to the money because mm-hmm. they both love her equally. Mm-hmm. What is your opinion on like that, like with love and marriage and finances and how all of that kind of like plays out? Yeah, I think that the I have different opinions on the way The Bachelor sets it up, but it all comes down to the same thing. I think the way The Bachelor Mm -hmm. set it up was purely about finances, but I think Mm -hmm. what we got to before with him saying, I feel inadequate, or they think I'm inadequate, is security. Mm. Yeah, I don't Mm -hmm. think men, especially straight men, feel secure if they're not making money. 
point yes. blank period. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. there's no way they can love you to their fullest capacity if they cannot give to you the way they would like to. Um, mm-hmm. And I also think it's something that a woman has to look out for. The way a man gives is very important. Um, mm-hmm. Whether it's his time or of his things, it should be both, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that in real life, it absolutely comes down to security and mm-hmm. self-awareness and all that stuff. But what do you think? Yeah. I mean, it's no surprise that love is not enough to make a marriage work. <laughs> like, marriages are partnerships. Mm-hmm. A huge part of that partnership is finances. Yeah. And it's not, you know, romantic to talk about, but two people committing to for marriage or two people committing to take care of each other financially and to build a life together for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And finances are a huge cause of many divorces Mm -hmm. so i feel like there's probably a ton of people out there like the team jed people or the people who are maybe like their parents are so shallow it's more you know there's more to it than just money and it's like yeah but (laughs) love we all know that love ain't it Mm -mm. and nobody wants to talk about how you're gonna take care of my daughter but it's a very valid question because nobody's trying to also be signing divorce papers later because he fucking I don't even know, cashed out my 401k because his ass is broke. Like, right. That's the thing. You know what and I, mean? I also don't want to be taking care of no nigga. That either. Like, <laughs> no. So I'm glad that they're having this conversation and that the parents are flat out asking questions like, how are you providing, how are you planning to provide? Because mm-hmm. it's not the love. We see the love. That's all great. Y'all love my daughter. That's great. Mm-hmm. But who's paying these bills? Right. <laughs> like, how are we going to build a family and a home and a future together? Yeah. Um, it's very practical things, but they need to be talked about mm-hmm. because it's not just a fairy tale. Yeah. Um, so Hannah sits with her dad and, you know, how did it go with Jed? And he's like, you know, went well, good mm-hmm. conversation. You know, he, he beat around the bush a little bit. <laughs> he, he does have a tendency to over explain things. Uh, um, while Tyler was a little bit more direct mm-hmm. And Hannah's like, beat around the bush about what? What do you mean? And he's like, well, I asked him about his goals in life and his accomplishments. And, you know, he's very proud of the dog food jingle mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. And Hannah, you can see immediately she's getting defensive. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and the dad is like, I'm repeating what he said. And I'm repeating yeah. what he talked about. Right. Like, I'm, I'm just laying it out there in that way. Um, and so Hannah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social Mm. media. Just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, Mm -hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even gonna lie. 
Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help, from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp.com slash 2bg1r and she's you know she comes and she's like i you know of course i want my husband to provide for me but i'm also going to be very successful mm -hmm. and i'm going to be able to uh this literally you could see it took everything in her being to say these words out loud she says i'm going to be able to provide for my family too mm. <laughs> like you can tell like Girl, as progressive as Hannah is, as progressive as I am as well, mm -hmm. I personally will always have my own money always. and my own success and will never rely on a man. No. But at the end of the day, in my ideal world, and I know in Hannah's ideal world too, mm -hmm. but she's making compromises because she loves Jen. Mm -hmm. We want men who make more money than us and are able to provide for both of us. Because men make more money than money us. Money in the world. <laughs> Thank you. Don't let me marry no white man and he don't make more money than me. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> Black women, what are we making? 62 cents, cents. To the white man's dollar? Girl, bye. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And Hannah, what is she making? 80 three cents or whatever to the white yeah. man's dollar yeah. mm -hmm. come on girl mm -mm. so as she said it you can tell she's like fucking like yeah. <laughs> it took everything Choking for her to say those words out loud because she don't even believe it in her heart she know damn well she wants somebody who will be able to provide for the both of them and that's not how you want to enter the marriage of like Ooh, okay how are we gonna pay the how are we gonna keep yeah. the lights on like you know <laughs> right. about that? after you were just on tv right Oh, my God. So she claims that she's ready to sign up for this life where she's going to be supporting the both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, as I say it out loud, it sounds crazy because she didn't even look confident as she said no, it. Uh -uh, no. Oh, my God. So the dad. Now, Hannah, she must know her dad would never go for this bullshit. <laughs> Immediately was like the man of the house has his obligations right. too, and he should not be dependent on no woman. Mm. And Hannah, she's like, well, she's just trying to sweep this under the rug, right? Well, yeah. What did he say about me? What did he say about me? Like, move on from that. Yeah. And he's like, well, he said he does love you. And you can tell the dad he's not saying how he really feels. He keeps just saying, well, Jed said this. this. Is, Jed said that. They're so aware of that fourth <laughs> wall of those cameras. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, 
yep he said this he said that and hannah's like i i can tell you have concerns just say what they are and the dad flat out says i don't want you to settle for anything Mm -hmm. which is implying that if she chooses judge she'll be settling for a life of poverty no (laughs) (laughs) see and he could have literally obliterated this by saying well you know what Every Friday and Thursday, I do a mail review down at the Flying Cock for brunch, and all the aunties are throwing those dollars, and that is how I pay the bills. I don't know why he wasn't saying anything. Like, he could have been the white male country Cardi B. He could have been out here, stripper, turn, singer, (laughs) like, you know, sob story. He could have done the whole thing, but no. No. Oh, Ridiculous. my God. Just giving this dad no reassurance none, whatsoever. None. And there's none. no shame in sex work. No. Ugh. I mean, I don't know if you're going to tell the dad <laughs> flat out I'm a dancer, but he could have spit in some fucking way. I don't even know. Um, but, yeah, the dad pretty much just lets her know, like, this ain't it, girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see how this future is going to work mm-hmm. with him and how he's going to provide for you. Mm-hmm. And this, honestly, when I told my dad about Nate. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking back. One of his first questions, too, was, what does he do what for a living? What does he do? Yeah. <laughs> what are his plans for the future? Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that my dad's not interested in our love and mm-hmm. how we get along, but as a father, you are thinking, how is how are you going to be provided for? Not even just... He, he knows I'm going to provide for myself. That's not a problem. Mm-hmm. But who am I about to sign up to be with, right. potentially have a future with, and is this somebody that I can entrust my daughter with? Yeah, right. And so, yeah, I, I'm right there with the And dad. after you raise a daughter, you see how hard it is. I'm sure you didn't have mm-hmm. that perspective as a man growing up, but you see how much harder it is to pr- get your life going when you're a woman working. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so they probably mm-hmm. don't want to go through that and then have a man dragging along from the background. There's so many reasons, great reasons why dads <laughs> ask these questions. Yes, like, so many. Come on. Because also think, sorry, we're still on this, I but know. like <laughs> Hannah, she wants to get married today. Mm-hmm. She wants to have babies tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Girl, mm-hmm. you're going to be providing for him mm-hmm. and having babies? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, are you serious? Yeah, living Raising in the house children? with Robin and Susan, because that's what you all will be doing. Exactly. <laughs> Moving right on back home, and the dad is trying to prevent that, so he's trying to make sure who, how the hell are these bills going to get paid, because I'm not trying to pay rent for y'all. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Huh. So Hannah does not like what she's hearing from her dad, and mm-hmm. she kind of storms away and goes and looks out at the ocean. And I feel like this know, was talk. the moment that she decided it was going to be Jed. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. In this moment, mm-hmm. I think it was. I think she has been trying oh. to prove so much during this entire season, and it wasn't mm-hmm. until her literally her last conversation with Jed where she just stopped trying to prove herself. But this was mm-hmm. one of the moments where she was just trying to prove, like, he's a good person. He, uh, we can have a life together anyway. Love is, you know, you know, the Lord told me, yes, whatever. And she decided in this moment that she was going to go with Jed. And I, too, have been a 24-year-old who didn't want to listen to her parents mm-hmm. and uh, made some terrible decisions behind it. So I got it. And I... Pretty sure that was that was the time she was like Jed. Oh Jesus! Mm-hmm. It just yeah. So she sits with Jed, and 
he tries to reassure her and she she talks a bit about Tyler and she's like you know we had a, he met my parents yesterday and it went really really well mm-hmm. and he was very straightforward about how he felt and now I'm just like super confused and in my opinion she was saying way too much to Jess she yeah, had to bring up I all was that. like what is <clears throat> you don't have a journal a notebook right this is where you need to go There's back a, inside like, and talk to your sister yeah yeah is that is a not, stray cat not, you could talk to somebody anybody <laughs> right. else He's not an unbiased person no. in this, this whole thing. Like, you should not be sharing this with him, but whatever. Um, and so Jed, you know, he just tells her, you know, more than anything, I believe in you. I believe in us. Um, you know what we have. And they're just riding on this fairy tale, strong yeah. love bond that the two of them have and have no fucking basis in reality. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> So the next day, um, we have Hannah. She's kind of recapping her meet the family with Jed and how definitely didn't go so well. Mm -hmm. Um, Just as her hometown with Jed didn't go very well. Mm -hmm. But somehow she's not following the signs here that none of these parents are co-signing this Mm -hmm. shit. And this shit is not meant to be, girl. Uh, so it's time for her final dates with Tyler mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they meet out in this field and um, they just, they learn that they're going to go horseback riding again. Poor Tyler. Tyler is terrified of horses yeah. and they keep throwing him on one. Um, so they do horseback riding and then eventually they sit and chat and Tyler's just recapping how amazing his time was with her family and you know, Hannah told him how confident her dad was um, in, in him and in, the, in, in us, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Tyler lets her know um, what I was kind of talking about earlier, how he's really grown emotionally. He said, you know, you've pushed me to a level that I never knew I could even have these open conversations with you and your family. Um, and, you know, if I could wake up to you every morning, I'd be the luckiest guy in the world, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And so uh, during the nighttime portion of their date, Hannah says, you know, Tyler was so much more confident in us. And today was one of the best days ever. Um, and she goes to meet him at this hotel and they just recap the day again. And, yeah, so they sit down for dinner and just kind of talk about their perfect connection, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Right. Hannah, she says about Tyler, how he's just the perfect guy. You want to introduce him to everyone that you know. Um, and how she just can really picture herself being with him forever. Yeah. And they leave the dinner and head upstairs mm-hmm. and start rolling around in them sheets. <laughs> because they missed out during the fantasy suites time. So, um, you know, they about to throw down mm-hmm. tonight. Um, the next day, or whatever the hell this is, I don't know what, what day it is anymore. Yeah. Um, it's time for Hannah's final date with Jed. Um, and she starts off the date by saying, you know, my one on, or starts off her confessional saying, my one on one with Tyler was amazing, couldn't have gone any better. Um, so the fuck knows what's gonna happen on this Jed date. <laughs> Um, so for their date, they learn that they're going to go out on a catamaran. Um, and when the boat goes out, the water is like rocky as hell. Mm-hmm. And Hannah gets motion sickness. I would um, rather jump in the ocean than do any The worst feeling. Oh Why they don't give these people Dramamine or anything right. before they send them out on these boats? 
her last date she spent her day on a boat fucking motion uh seasick well really and we know it was the lord telling her that she needs to break right. up with this man but you know exactly. still, logistically <laughs> this wasn't fair but still mm-hmm. um so on the boat they sit and attempt to have a chat mm-hmm. and you can immediately just notice a stark difference in energies yes between jed and tyler yeah yeah hannah seems like she's like testing jed unsure mm-hmm. with jed mm-hmm. she seems extremely secure with tyler mm-hmm. absolutely and Tyler, too, just presents as very confident yeah. and, like, he knows this is it. Yeah. And Jed is very anxious, nervous, mm-hmm. and, like, as I said, he hasn't smiled in, like, four episodes because <laughs> he's, like, so, like, humdrum about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he talks to her about how he knows, like, her father did not believe in him and, um, you know, like, one thing that kind of pissed me off, he was like, yeah, he doesn't understand, like, talk about hannah's dad he doesn't understand the other stuff that i do um but i didn't go into it but you know i do do other stuff besides music why you didn't say this shit yeah. when you were with the dad you didn't give the dad a chance to give an opinion on those other things right so why like, would... what what other things are you involved in why wouldn't you right. reassure the dad by letting him know like Yes, you know, sir, my music is my passion. Mm-hmm. That's the thing I like strive for the most. But I also do, uh, you know, Airbnb on the side. Right. And I do some like freestyle dancing. I'm going to make some yeah. shit up. Like, freestyle dancing? <laughs> something. <laughs> I work as a handyman. Yes. Like, show, like right. show me how you piece coins together and right. you hustle. Yes. Because that is not exactly about, like, the exact, like, net revenue or, like, your profit at the end of the day. But it's that you're right. going out and you can be hardworking. Yes. Because ain't nothing worse than a lazy man. Oof. Ain't nothing worse than somebody lazy. But if you are pursuing your musician by day, but you have six other jobs at night mm-hmm. that pay the bills and you have savings, all that stuff. Like, as a father, I could see the dad respecting that. Because right. he knows I got a man who is going to hustle mm-hmm. and make sure that my daughter is provided for and I don't have to worry about that because mm-hmm. he's not lazy and he's going to be out here. But he didn't say any of that. He's bringing up now on the boat with Hannah. Mm-hmm. Like, how's that going to help you? <laughs> but also, Jet, I don't think Jet is a hustler. I don't think he can oh, say those no. things. I don't think he well, is doing no. all this shit. <laughs> he's playing his music mm-hmm. and he's stripping every other Saturday. Mm-hmm. And like, that's basically it. Yeah. Um, so time for the nighttime portion of their date. Hannah meets him at his hotel room. Again, the energy is very concerning, (laughs) very low. Um, And Jed just tells her, like, I want to apologize in advance for tonight because I'm very anxious. And um, I just want you to know that I can't picture my life without you. Mm -hmm. Just, like, laying it all on thick. And just trying to hold, grasp onto her any way he can. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, Leading why he love. said the thing about the jobs against her dad, mm-hmm. which was very manipulative. Right. And Your dad doesn't believe in me. He doesn't know what I do. Right. Because you didn't tell him. You didn't give him anything to believe in right. besides that fucking dog jingle, and that wasn't much, boy. No. Like, <laughs> So Hannah, she tells him, like, my dad was skeptical of the whole music thing and how that was stable, you know, how that's going to be stable for a family. Um, And we just have to find a balance because of one of us is going to have to sacrifice at one point or another for the other person. And as she's saying that, you you can literally see she looks exhausted Mm -hmm. at the mere thought of providing for the both of them. (laughs) Oh, 
my god <laughs> like she keeps saying it she keeps saying that she's ready for this life but like Diana ain't ready for this life that's the thing and she this is like real life and real marriage like this is what like real married people go through mm-hmm. and this is supposed oh, to be yeah. the fun part and none of, none of this is fun anymore with Jed. no no because it's at the very beginning and it's new like mm-hmm. this happens all the time where yeah. even my parents my dad graduated medical school he was fucking in debt mm-hmm. making zero dollars yeah. like as a resident my mom was the breadwinner yeah. she had to help along and but they had been together for so many years at that point but that she knew what she was signing up for with him and he got with an Hannah, education and was out working as a doctor right and had a pathway to success right. at some point with Hannah, she's signing up from Jump Street with this man that she's only known for two months, yep. who has not laid out a clear future plan or a five-year plan or any type of goal setting. Nope. Like, I haven't seen anything. Who openly admitted that he got on the show to catapult himself to fame. <laughs> so he's already using her from, like, yes. week four. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh my God! Just yes, mm-hmm. right out there. I am lazy. I came on here <laughs> to try and push this the cheat codes. Fame. Try and get the, the cheat, cheat code. code. Exactly. Oh my God, girl, you don't want this life. <laughs> you do not. It'd be one thing if they had been together for five years and mm-hmm. she's ride or die with him, mm-hmm. and she sees that you know we're gonna make this work and whatever, whatever. But to sign up for this life with somebody you only know for two months, <laughs> nah, I can't co-sign this. Mm-mm. This is nuts. Um, and so Jed, he just talks a good talk. I want more than anything to take care of you. I feel like with you, I can do anything. (laughs) Of course you can, because she's catapulting you to fame. (laughs) Right. He's already counted the Instagram dollars Mm -hmm. that he about to get. Oh, man. Um, so he's saying all these, these words and Hannah in her face, she doesn't really look that convinced or that happy. Mm Mm-mm. Um, even when she gives him a goodbye, she gives him a very whack yeah. little kiss on, like a little peck. Yeah, it was whack. Um, yeah, and then another little side peck at the door. Like it wasn't, yeah, she didn't even leave herself looking very convinced. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're back on stage with Chris Harrison, mm-hmm. um, and he's with Hannah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we'll be back tomorrow for part two. And then Hannah's like, well, there's something I do want to say. Mm-hmm. And she gives a whole disclaimer <laughs> preface for what the fuck we're about to witness mm-hmm. tomorrow. She says, you know, since the last day in Greece, the last couple of months have been really tough. There's a lot of rumors. And tomorrow night, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I have a lot of questions that need to be answered. Um, so, again, giving it away. they're just giving it away. Yeah. So. Um, going to the part two of the finale, we have Hannah waking up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the morning that she is going to give her final rose. Get engaged. Yep. Get engaged. And she starts off by saying, I've changed. I'm a different woman. Agreed. Um, she says, you know, I have changed. I'm a different woman. Um, on this show, basically, you have to show every part of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um and particularly if you're going to spend the rest of your life with someone, and I've definitely done that. And, you know, I think of the girl I used to be. I was very dependent and needed validation from everyone um, and never felt enough. And now I have a whole different mindset of who I am. Mm -hmm. And she says, I don't need a man in my life, but I want one to experience this full life with. 
And amen, sister. I know. I, I was hoping she would get to that conclusion because yes. she came in and very hot and heavy 24 I want to get married yeah. I need a husband like yeah. it's like you don't need any of these men we want them mm-hmm. to experience this life and to make our life richer but you have to know that you can you will be fine without them yeah so. and she comes from a place where there's a lot of pressure mm-hmm. so I can only imagine I don't know yeah um, so the guys are meeting with crispy fried Neil Lane <laughs> to <laughs> He does look like an overdone yucca fry. Oh, oh like a God. like a drumstick yes, from KFC. Yes, yes. Oh my god, this man just keeps getting crispier and crispier. He does. He does. <laughs> So uh, Tyler uh, picks out this big ass <laughs> fucking two chains ring. <laughs> shit was glistening. That shit was huge. Oh, I never love how they display the rings on the show. I always think they should do it with some better lighting. Oh, really? Because sometimes you can't see it, the sparkle that you can like under jewelry lighting. You know what I mean? That shit was blinding me through the screen. Yeah. I don't know what you was looking at, girl. I don't know. I was like, this should be lit better. But anyway. Yeah. So he picks out this big, fat-ass ring with a bajillion diamonds on mm-hmm. it. It was pretty, but it was just a lot. Um, and then Jed picks out my worst shape ever. Oh, ring. I mean, oh, bad. I don't think it's worse than pear. Personally, Pear. Yeah. Yeah, Pear is horrendous. Yeah, Pear's not my favorite. Oval's a close second. Um, picks out an oval ring and then talks about how it represents some bullshit about Yeah, what? Because it was... I don't know. Something about them being constant or a, a continuous... Like so the square, my nigga? You don't know how shapes work? Anyway, whatever. <laughs> So, uh, Hannah, she's driving in the SUV, and um, she's headed to her last row ceremony, mm-hmm. basically. And she's talking about how a life with Tyler is so different than a life with Jed. Mm-hmm. You fucking think? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Agreed. And <laughs> this stark difference, mm-hmm. my friends. Struggle or no struggle. <laughs> pick, your, pick, your point. pick your choice. <laughs> like... Oh, God. Um, so she's driving the SUV. She's headed, and you can tell she's, like, super nervous and anxious, and she just starts shaking her head and saying, like, she can't do this, I can't do this, and mm-hmm. asks them to pull over the car, and she gets out and, you know, starts walking away. She slips and falls, falls. this whole big thing, and she's just, like, she's like, I just can't do this. Yeah. And she's just freaking out mm-hmm. at the prospect of going to tell one of these guys that she's picking somebody else Mm -hmm. and you need to leave right now Mm -hmm. um her dress by the way was gorgeous gorgeous and had a train i love a train yes white high neck Mm -hmm. low back had a train it was like this beaded applique material great dress reminded me of rachel's dress that she got in did Mm -hmm. yes very reminiscent of rachel the high neck low back thing um, so eventually she kind of gathers herself and says that she's ready and heads off to the final row ceremony and um, says that today, some, today something's ending and something's also beginning, mm-hmm. which is like wild and horrifying to think about. It is. Yeah. Every time someone 
I guess they all describe it as something different, but every time yeah. somebody describes it, it's like, fuck, man, that is really uh, wild to go through with yeah. that emotional roller coaster in one day. I wish they had like a week in between. I know. Or something yeah. Like, for it to happen back to back is like emotionally a whole lot mm-hmm. to take on. Um, so both guys are driving up, car pulls up, and we always know the first guy out was the guy going home. First guy out, the limo was Tyler. So she has picked a life of struggle. Over yeah, a and strife, and uh, you know, a lazy being with a lazy white man. Which why you would ever pick that life, I don't know. But I do not know. Girl. Here we are. Very, very confusing. But you know what? In thinking about it, and I was doing a more analysis yesterday. Sometimes when you are on the sort of very intense self-love journey that Hannah is on, you purposely mm-hmm. run from people who can take care of you because you want to prove you can take care of yourself. Oh, my God. Sometimes that happens. That just, that just, then you're, like, undoing all the self-love that you're currently in the process of doing. Well, it's, like, not, that even, just sounds... it's not even that. You're just trying to really work out that, like, I can do this. You know what I mean? Versus, like I'm big and bad and strong. Yes, I can do it for the both of us. Not even for the both of us. I can. We can do it. I can get us through this. We can do it. Versus, um, a life that could be, I don't know, more boring, or somebody takes care of you and then you resent them, or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's the most I can pull from this. Otherwise, I don't know why she picked that lazy white man. But anyway, (laughs) I don't know why. So perplexing. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I can't wrap my head around mm-hmm. this, but all right. Um, so uh, Tyler, he's just so confident. Yeah, Ugh, poor Tyler. It just breaks my heart. He said the future holds. The future holds for us a love and a bond that will never break. <sighs> She's the woman of my dreams. So Tyler walks up to Hannah and he's gives goes straight into his little speech mm-hmm. that he has all prepared. A long one. Hannah Brown. A long one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hannah Brown, the moment I met you, I've been captivated I've been captivated with your soul. I've grown so much emotionally and Oof. spiritually. I'm so madly in love with you. And just goes off into his little speech and then she interrupts him. Mm-hmm. And that's the minute you get it interrupted, you just know. You know. Mm-hmm. And you know. And he kind of looks off into the distance, and then he says, you know, this isn't it. Yeah. And she lets him know, like, I'm so lucky to be loved by you. You've supported me. You've been so sweet and strong um, and have done everything I've asked more and more for. Um, and our life would be amazing, but I love somebody else. Mm-hmm. And poor Tyler's just, like, heartbroken. just stunned, yeah. heartbroken. Yeah. I felt so sad for him because he, I feel like, as I said, I feel like he did some growing up on this show. Yeah. He, he keeps thanking her for how much she's pushed him emotionally and how he's, he's wowed at, at himself and that he's been able to open up so emotionally as he has with her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that he's probably closed himself off a lot through either past relationships, the devastation with his father, That's, his parents' yeah. divorce. Yeah. I think emotionally he's probably, like, shut down a bit. Yeah. And now coming on this show, he's, like, kind of opened up that side to him again. Yeah. And so he's like, fuck, now this again. <laughs> God. 
So, uh, you know, he says he kind of tries to keep it together. So, you know, it's going to hurt. But I'm still going to be your biggest cheerleader rooting for you. I wish you and Jen nothing but success. And, you know, they just hug it out. That was a graceful bow out. That was a really good exit. Mm -hmm. It was a really strong, uh, strong, or he's snapping back into his old ways where he just kind of like shoves his emotions down. Yeah. You know, which is can also be a sad little strong ending but could be sad too because he's not showing his emotions but um she walks him out and you know packs him up in the suv and that's it it was like very abrupt yeah it was was, yeah yeah Yeah. we see him in the suv where he just says i thought this was it Mm -hmm. you know i've never been able to open up it really took hannah to pull me out of pull that out of me and he's just kind of like in this if he's devastated. Yeah. Um, so immediately after, Hannah heads back to the rope ceremony mm-hmm. to get her proposal. Mm-hmm. Like, hop, skip, jump, let's go. Like, no gap in between. No. Oh, God. I guess, I mean, um, if I had a gap in between Tyler and Jed and I chose Jed, if there was even like 30 minutes, I'd be like, yo, where's that suburban? Bring him back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Too much time I to like, second guess, I yep. guess. Yeah. That's true. That's probably why they do it so quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jed is on his way, and as I'm watching him come, I just like I can't believe that the musician no. who told her that he came here for ulterior motives is actually winning the show. I can't believe. Like he warned her. Yeah. He told her I came here for some bullshit, mm-hmm. and he still made it all the way through Wait, to the end. He like, warned her. His mother warned her. His yes. sister warned her. Sister. Yes. Her father warned her. And her mother warned her. And <gasps> Jesus warned her on that boat <laughs> with those rocky waters. Those rocky-ass waves. Mm-hmm. I can't make sense of this. I don't know. Yeah. She's just... I think it is. she's more in love with him. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, right. Yeah. She followed her heart through and through, ignored the practical reality things about their relationship not being able to work, and just went full throttle with her heart. Mm -hmm. So Jed's SUV pulls up, and he steps out carrying his motherfucking guitar. Fucking guitar. (laughs) Because he is, to the very last drop, still trying to promote his fucking singing career. Oh my god! And just because we know all that we know about yeah. him, it just looks so slimy, mm-hmm. just disgusting. Um, so he goes to Hannah and gives his little speech. The light that you have inside of you burns brighter than I could ever imagine. I didn't think I could love someone this much and this fast. And then how he's sometimes not good with his words with speaking, and so he breaks out into song, which sings. Mm. You all know sings we warned you. Mm-hmm. These men who can manipulate these words around and just make them rhyme. Mm-hmm. Mm. Gave his little song, and they hug and kiss, and she tells him, I've always prayed for my future husband mm-hmm. uh, ever since I was a little girl, and, you know, I sometimes question the struggle and the heartbreak that God has put in my life. You know, there are so many times I thought this person was the one, and it wasn't them, and I never knew why until right now, because mm. I'm here with you. 
And I was like, girl, this is another test that God is throwing you to because <laughs> <laughs> this ain't your man. You're still going through it. Yeah. God ain't done with you yet. No, no, he's not. No. He is not. Oh, God. And then she tells him, I love you so much. I'm in complete love with you. I love you, Jed Wyatt. And basically lets him know that he's the one. Yep. And yeah, I've lived 25 years of my life without you. Oh and I don't want to go another day. Gets down on one knee and asks her to marry him. Oh, my God. And he has a whole ass girlfriend. <laughs> a whole ass girlfriend. He's a sociopath, and man. Knew, had to know that this shit was going to come out. Like, right. Because you never broke not, up with her. You never broke up with yeah. her. Like, oh my God, I can't. So uh, they kiss and hug, and he gets the final rose, and they're chanting, I love you, and screaming they're engaged, and all this good shit. Mm-hmm. And, and that little song he made. This whack ass little song. Mm-hmm. So we head to the studio audience, and Chris Harrison lets us know that unfortunately, that's not where this journey ends. Mm-hmm. I hope not. Right. And he said, let me say it this way. Jed is about to face the music. <laughs> <laughs> Hardy har har. Um, and so after commercial break, we come back and Hannah and Jed are on the vlog. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> on the vlog. <laughs> and they're in Greece. This is right after their engagement, talking about how happy they are to be engaged. We got all this footage of them dancing and having fun and talking about how great her life is with Jed and how sweet and sincere this would and be honest great with anyone. Is. If she was with Demi, those would be great. If she was with Katie, this would be great. This is just vacation. Like, And then we have Hannah in an interview, mm-hmm. and she tells us how the second night after we got engaged, he told me that he had been hanging out mm. with a girl a week before the show. But then he told Hannah that it was nothing and that he broke it off with her. Mm-hmm. Then a few weeks later, Hannah tells us that the People magazine article comes out. Mm. Now, this ain't Reality Steve. This ain't no. Star Magazine. This is People <laughs> Magazine. This shit is legit. Mm-hmm. And she says the article came out and the article said that they didn't end the relationship. And... She's now seeing that what she said yes to with Jed is not what she thought she was saying yes to, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and she lets us know that this past week has been the hardest week, you know, ever, you know, screaming and crying. And um, I don't know when they filmed this, so the timing was kind of Yeah, I, would, I wish they put a time segment, stamp. But. Yeah, was filmed. Um, and she just says, like, I don't know how I feel about Jed at this point. I love the person I got engaged to, but I don't know this person. Yeah. Because a, literally a whole second life <laughs> came out Oh, yeah. Him. No, polygamy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> polygamy, mm-hmm. exactly. So then we see Hannah in this house, um, and Jed pulls up an SUV to come and chat with her. And it was very reminiscent of, like, the Ari breakup with Becca. Very, very. Because they were in, like, a random house. We know Anna don't live there. It was, like... Yeah, a random (laughs) house. And they're going to film, like, this catastrophic breakup or something. And it just felt, like, icky to be there. But I have my popcorn now because I want to see how this can go down. Mm -hmm. So uh, Jed comes in. They hug. 
He says, I missed you. She says, nothing back. <laughs> and they sit and hash it out. Mm-hmm. And she says, why did you wait for me to find out, like, mm. the way that I found out? Like, he had so many opportunities to let her know, and he let People Magazine (laughs) let her know. Like, that is so dumb, Tell his business. Like, you could have controlled the story. Right. Yes. So he, here he come with his lies already, you know, where there's two very different views of what happened. And so she's like, Mm. just tell me everything. So his story is that I met her, this girl, in October. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was very single and being young and having fun. And I didn't, I didn't feel like it was an exclusive thing. To me, it never felt like it was a relationship. And so Hannah asked him, like, were you, you know, dating other girls at the time? And he was like, yeah, mm-hmm. but, you know, I spent most of my time with her. I hung out with her the most. <laughs> right. So he was playing her. So you were playing her, but you were also full on dating her, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. let's call it what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he then continues. He's like, you know, we went out with friends a few times. You know, we did sleep together. Um, and then we went on a trip to, we went on a trip to Gallenberg. Some, some cabin, know, that whatever. Some cabin. They had a little vacation together. Mm-hmm. And Hannah was shocked. She was like, just the two of y'all? Yeah. Like, y'all went on vacation and you guys weren't dating? Weren't her, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Because he's still, to this to this moment, he's still denying that he was dating this that girl. He, that was his girlfriend, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But Hannah's now learning that they went on a vacation together. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, were you still hooking up? Mm-hmm. And, you know, with other people, whatever. And she's like, yeah. He was like, yeah, I was. Um, which is so trifling. Which is just horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> said you know we went to Gallenberg and you know it also happened to be close to my parents house mm. so we stopped at my parents house and she met my family like, <laughs> like it's, it's like he's saying this and telling this as if it's all happenstance as if he yes. was just a bystander in yes. this thing that was not a relationship mm-hmm. nor dating mm-hmm. yes he was very much distancing himself yeah. from the whole thing mm-hmm. you know we happened to be close to my parents house so she met my parents yeah. not I introduced her to my parents I brought her home to my parents right you know what I you mean? Which is what it was. Well, no, he has an apartment. I was about to say, that's your home. That's where she dropped you off. But that's not where he dropped. He was dropped off. He has his own apartment. And they could have gone straight there. He chose. He was making he cho- choices. Yeah. To bring her to meet his parents. Yep. Like, so then he says, you know, in January, she ended up throwing me a surprise birthday party. She ended up. She ended up. Ended up. Ended up. And then her parents also ended up (laughs) buying us a surprise trip to the Bahamas. (laughs) Do you hear yourself, Jen? Oh, my God. But you were never dating. You prefaced this by saying you were were never never dating. dating. And that was Hannah's next question. And you still don't call this dating. She literally said that. (laughs) Oh, my God. And so he's like, you know, well, you know, afterwards I got reached out for the show and, you know, I told her about it and she was all excited. But, you know, it's kind of weird to date someone who's going on a reality show, you know, a dating show. Mm-hmm. And Hannah's like, yeah, but you came here for your music, mm-hmm. which is what you told me. And you probably told her that and yeah. told her that and reassured her with that. Yep. She knew. Which I'm glad she called that out. Yeah, she knew. She knew. She knew. Because he's trying to spin it on the girl and be like, yeah, right. well, she's kind of weird that she was still trying to date me. And she's like, no 
were probably still trying to date her too yeah. because you flat out told her you were going on the show to promote your music, right. which is what you told me. And she felt reassured with that, knowing that you were going to come back home. Yeah, he's like telling these like pockets of truth. Mm-hmm. But not the whole yes. truth. To try to get out not of it. Not the full truth. Yeah. yeah, it's and it's so clear that he's not giving the full story. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so clear. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, we did talk about that a little bit. And, you know, then there was also this one night and I had been drinking. And, I, you know, I, I might have told her that I loved her. Mm. <laughs> but you were never dating. Oh but you were never but dating. Still ain't your girl. You are still not claiming this girl. <laughs> And he said, you know, I knew it was a mistake because I was leaving to go on the show. Um, But, you know, when I left for L.A. to come on the show, for me, that was our goodbye. That was our final goodbye. Our. He's using the wrong pronouns. Yes. And Hannah's like, how is that a goodbye? Because I saw the text messages. You told her right before you left that you loved her. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, I said goodbye in my heart, but not really verbally. Not really. (laughs) Not really. And so Hannah, she's just stuck on the I love you Mm -hmm. part. And she's like, what what do those words even mean to you? Like, you also slept with her the night before you left. (laughs) Like, you told her you loved her in a final text message. You slept Mm -hmm. with her. Yet, like, this ain't your girl. Like, what are you talking about right now? And then Hannah goes in and reveals that. that. She's like, oh, God. Mm -hmm. All the receipts came out. She said, I also have text messages from from some girls the other night when I was out in Mm -hmm. Nashville. And apparently Hannah went to visit him in Nashville. And when she left, maybe that next night he was hanging out with some friends and some girls came over to Mm -hmm. their place. And I don't know if those girls reached out to Hannah. It It must have, yeah. But... She had some receipts, and he looked at the text message. He was like, yeah, I didn't even know who they were. And Hannah's like, like, everything that you do reflects on me and reflects on us. Right. And then she was like, but you see them in the pool. And he was like, oh, yeah. Uh, we see them in the pool. Like, he keeps just omitting these parts of the story. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's not tell- he waits for her to say yeah. something, and then he's like, oh, yeah, that, that mm-hmm. also happened. Like, he's not saying it himself. Yeah. She has to tease every little syllable mm-hmm. out of him. So Hannah, she's just like, I, when I came into this process, I knew what I wanted. I was so in the right place for this. I knew I was ready to be engaged. I've been working on myself, doing all of the steps to get here. I knew it. And it just feels like you just came here for your career and you were using me in the process. Which, yes, girl, that's exactly uh, what That's was. all true. Yeah, all true. He told you that, but he also told okay. you. <laughs> And then Jed's just like, yeah, you know, what do I need to do to, like, you know, alleviate all that? Like, what, what can I do? And God, I, I hate, hate this that. question so I hate much. that. Come yeah. up with your own answer, nigga. Why are you so lazy? She oh got to give you the answers, too, on top of being emotionally distressed by your ass. <laughs> she also has to provide the solutions for this immense, ridiculous issue that you've created. <laughs> and all you can do at this point you can't change you can't do anything you have to leave me alone yeah period at at this point if you care anything about this girl or whatever you have to just leave her alone Mm -hmm. yep because nothing you can say right now is going to explain all the lies that you did not tell me and that are being teased out right now in this conversation so and people magazine yeah people magazine exactly 
So Hannah storms out, gets some, you know, gets a breather, comes back, and mm-hmm. Hannah, I mean, Jen is just like, you know, you're everything I've ever wanted and needed in a woman. Like, I'll do whatever it takes. You know, where do you want me to grow? Where can I be better? God. <laughs> and Hannah's like, I just need 100% honesty. Like, Mm-hmm. What she was like? What was going on in your mind that first night when Scott? So Scott was that guy yeah. that came on the show with the girlfriend, and she sent him home night yep. one. She's like, when you were watching all the Scott thing, like what was going on in your head? And he's like, but I didn't have a girlfriend. Like now looking back at it, you know, it was a shitty thing to do. I probably maybe should have told you during the fantasy suites. You know, I did hold back mm. some details, um, but that's because I, you know, was afraid that you would walk away from me. And, I mean, that also is the worst thing to hear because it's like, so you withheld details from me and now I'm trapped in this bullshit with you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've chosen Mm -hmm. you on false pretenses and now I'm trapped Mm -hmm. and I'm here with you. And you're such a fucking narcissistic psychopath Mm -hmm. that you would rather keep me than and keep this other girl, clearly, Mm -hmm. than just tell the truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is he is a whack ass (laughs) immature loser. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. Um, and you know he says, you know, I you know I did so much soul searching when I was here on the show, and then when I got home, you know, because clearly it sounds like he kind of starts to backslide, like all this text Mm -hmm. with the girls and all that messy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And Hannah's like, yeah, you went back home and you told all your friends that you won. And it sounds like he did go back and actually said verbatim to the people, like, I won. And Mm -hmm. she's like, you know, now that just makes me rethink everything. And Mm -hmm. now it's totally making sense why your family was so skeptical. Like, no wonder they were. And she's just pissed. She's like, I deserve to know all of this. I could have made my own decision, but I feel like I made a decision on, again, like false pretenses. Yeah, it's like everything was clicking to her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the first step is honesty about your past, and but your past is now in the current, and it's also mm-hmm. affecting our future. Um, and she says what we see in the preview, I feel like this experience was taken away from me, and yeah. I didn't know all the it details. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really was, because she... Her, no one wants to get proposed to multiple times. You only want that shit to happen no. once. And no. now it's like, great, now my one time that I thought in my head is now f- totally tainted. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he just, all he can do is apologize, say, you don't deserve this. I want to be with you. I want better for us, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And Hannah ends up taking off her engagement ring. and tells him like this doesn't mean the same thing this is not what I said yes to and sets that ring right down on the table Mm -hmm. Um, so back in the studio audience with Chris he brings Hannah out again looking bomb amazing skin tight this is like Mm -hmm. glued on Uh, like one strap bright pink dress Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just like, I can't believe this is like the conversation that we're having right now. I know. Did you notice she was in like full pageant mode though? Yeah, she was put on. She, a, she put on a brave face. Yeah, because this is some yeah. bullshit that she's gonna have to do right now on national television in front of everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again, exactly. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so she kind of just recaps the whole, you know, story about finding out People Magazine, all that stuff. And so Chris Harrison asks, like, where does your relationship stand now? And she reveals to everyone, I'm not with Jed anymore. Mm-hmm. And the crowd goes fucking wild. Applause. Applauses <laughs> and everything. Um, and she says the engagement is over. They're not together. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, as we said, like those, there's things I said on my engagement day and, you know, that was my day and it was taken away from me. Um, yeah. cause all of those things that you say, like, I love you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Like those are things you would literally only want to say to one person. And she had to, yeah. she now realizes this is not the person. Um, so Jed then comes out and my TV kind of conked out, so I'm assuming he didn't get any claps from people. Oh, maybe three. I was like, damn, his mother here? <laughs> but I don't even think she would clap, she so I don't even right. <laughs> She's born this foolishness. <laughs> uh, so he comes out and just goes into his apology again. I want you to know that I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I fully see now I wasn't the best that I could be. And, you know, I never expected to find the love of my life on the show. And I'm sorry I took this experience away from you. I'm responsible for this. I, you know, I own up to this. Um, he has, I mean, this is, this is all he can do. Right. Because he he's canceled. He's, he wants to be famous country singer. That's definitely not going to happen. Nope. The articles are out. The interviews yeah. are out. Yeah. You can't backtrack anymore. Like, we all know the full ass story now because we've mm-hmm. seen the text messages. Um, and so he just also says, like, you know, I wish I would have known more about the show, coming on the show, because um, I never would have thought I would have found the love of my life. It's like it's like he signed up thinking this was like a whole game, and he's like shocked yeah. that he made it to the end and found love. Like, what fucking right. show did you think you were going on? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> also, the fact that I guess he was um, scouted. He's, his language is saying like he was scouted to yeah, be on the show. Yeah, sounds like it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, because we've all seen that picture of them in the Bahamas, those two. Mm-hmm. All you have to do on Instagram is go right to the right and see tagged photos. Right. It is not difficult to see if somebody recently had a vacation with another person. Right. Why? I mean, the producers knew this whole fucking thing. <laughs> I mean, I thought, I figured that goes without saying. Like, we know that they knew this all along. They did. They, they absolutely, did. they knew all of this because yeah. Peter, when we, Peter's homegirl did her interview, she oh, said yeah. that he untagged her and unliked mm-hmm. and did all this. He did all the work. Jed, it seems like he went into this whole process all willy-nilly. So I don't think he did the scrubbing and cleaning that, oh, no. you know, Peter did. So mm-hmm. they full on knew what the fuck yeah. they were getting with Jed. So, mm-hmm. but I thought that goes without saying because you can't trust these producers. For Man, one they're bit. terrible. Oof. Just the worst. Um, and you know, Chris Harrison. You know, why didn't you come clean? He's like, I was acting out of fear. Um, I felt again the lies. I felt I had closure <laughs> on my part um, with Homegirl, but it's clear now that it wasn't the same for her others. So. Yeah, because you didn't say anything. There okay. wasn't closure. You literally told her I loved you and fucked her the night before you left the show. Yeah. So. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, and so, Hannah, she's sitting strong. I appreciate the apology. I know this hasn't been easy for you and your family. You know, I did fall in love with you. I know that person is inside there um, somewhere. And, mm-hmm. you know, I hope that from this you will be honest and learn and grow into the man I believe 
believe you can be for whoever in your future. Mm. Um, and, you know, Hannah, she just continues on, like, I'm not trying to punish you, um, but my feelings have changed. And once that trust is broken, I feel like my feelings were broken as well. And I, I don't love you like that anymore. Yep. And Chris Harrison flat out asks her, so is this over? And she says, yes. Yep. So that door is closed, signed, sealed. Slammed over. shut. Yep. Slammed shut. Um, so Jed leaves the stage. Hannah's there by herself. Again, talking about how proud she is of the person she's become. She's, you know, she says, I am hella strong. Um, and then Chris Harrison brings up Tyler. Because mm-hmm. now Hannah is no longer an engaged woman. She's back single on the market. Yeah, <laughs> single time. out here. Oh, my God. Can you imagine doing a whole damn bachelor season no. and end up single no. a month later? <laughs> no. I could not imagine oh having, my God. being surrounded by people who fucking knew this was going to happen to me. That, too. That would drive me nuts. I would lose it. And then mm-hmm. I have to, like, be on live TV for a week and a half alone when everybody mm-hmm. else has done this with somebody. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I would lose my mm-hmm. mind. It would literally go insane. This is oh, my God. Wild. And now I'm back here single. Like, yeah. <laughs> fuck. Uh, so, Hannah, she says about Tyler that, you know, I've been grieving that relationship. You know, those feelings don't just go away. And, of course, the crowd goes fucking wild. And she's mm-hmm. smiling and kind of awkward and um chris harrison's like well let's bring out tyler and tyler comes out looking mm. more like a kennedy than he's ever looked <laughs> like a buffet again like just a like, like a food court oh <laughs> food court and hannah she's all smiles she's very nervous mm-hmm. this is the first time they've seen each other even since she broke up with him in greece um, and Tyler, he's all smiles, too. He says, I've been looking yep. forward to this day. You know, I've loved watching you this whole season, just how strong and powerful you've been. Um, and, you know, she's a fighter. She's the strongest person I've met. And I know she'll bounce back. The world is hers, like the yeah. whole big thing. Um, and he kind of recaps, you know, the day that they broke up, how he was so nervous in the morning. He was throwing up. He was so yeah. nervous. Um, and just how he felt so great about the whole day. Um, and so Hannah, she shares, you know, everything I said to you, I meant. And I f- you know, everything I felt, you know, those feelings don't just go away. Mm-hmm. You know, I do have feelings. And, mm. you know, I'm really confident who I am and um, taking everything I learned and, you know, what I want in the next relationship. She's, like, positioning herself for Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sliding back in there. And then the homegirl says, you know, I, wanna, I want somebody to be bold and... Mm-hmm. You're an incredible guy, and I'm a single girl, and, Let's do this. Do you want to go out for a drink and hang out? Mm -hmm. And I'm screaming. The audience is screaming. I was going crazy in my house. Oh, my God. I was so happy. First of Mm -hmm. all, Tyler just deserves just the world, because... Yes, he does. He's amazing. He's just so sweet, and, I mean, his persona on on the show, who we see him on to be on Instagram and Twitter, he's just mm-hmm. like, I just love this dude. Um, and, yeah, I'm happy that he's getting... I mean, it fucking sucks to be, like,
like plan B, <laughs> like the second yeah. choice. Yeah. Um, that definitely doesn't sit very easy, but he's not even letting that get to him. He straight out said to her, like, let me know when and where I'm there. Like yeah. he, he can't deny the feelings that he has for her too. And mm-hmm. that they're, you know, going to give it a shot. And it's nice. Nice that he's open to it. Yeah, of course. And yeah, so they're going to give it a go. And, um, Basically, in the end, we have Hannah, another switcheroo. She picked one yeah. guy. He turned out to not be shit. She's choosing the other guy now, and we'll just have to watch in real time in the Instagram world what yes. becomes of Hannah and Tyler, if anything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or will Gigi Hadid <laughs> slide in? Oh, my God. Will it be a love triangle? Oh, my oh goodness. Oh, my gosh. I oh know. And that was the episode, my friends. That, that was, was the season. season. Whew, that was a doozy. It was, that was um, a wild ride. Next week is Bachelor in Paradise. Mm-hmm. We are back. It is going to be... The previews look great. It's yeah. going to be an amazing cast. Blake is going to be there. We fucking love Blake. Love, love Blake. some Blake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tasia is going to be getting love. And we saw yep. Brown Hand get an engagement ring at the end. Yes. So. And we saw Katie reading out a fantasy suite card. Like. Yup. Demi is going to be out here in these streets. Getting yes. down by every damn body. Women and yes. men. So I'm ready for paradise. Mm-hmm. We'll be back to recap just next week. Mm-hmm. Um, episodes will come out on Thursday mm-hmm. and um, it's been a hell of a season Justine it has <laughs> my goodness I feel like this season was like Colton's last episodes but the all season the whole season because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Colton's season. season didn't really get good until the last like three episodes but right, this was the very end this, this whole right. season put us, yeah, put us through it, and yeah. then this ending right here. But wow, didn't didn't think at the end I'd be a Hannah B fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and even to the very end, she's still frustrating the hell out of me. I don't know why she didn't choose Tyler. I don't know why she chose <laughs> like still making horrible decisions. But I'm just happy to see her journey with herself and her self love yeah. and her self discovery. And yeah, um, yeah, she really made us proud. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen with her and Tyler in real world and her independently and, yeah. and her in general. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, so that's it, folks. We'll be back next mm-hmm. week. It is. Literally one twenty-seven a.m. One thirty. Justine has been yawning. <laughs> like, oh, girl, I'm exhausted. Yawns. I see you. <laughs> Damn I'm near sleeping. And I'm sweating balls because this AC is off sweating. and yes. it's hot as shit. Yep. Um, but we'll be back next week. Rate, review, subscribe. Hit us up on Twitter, email, Facebook. Tag us in your stories. Share us with the world. We'll be back for paradise. And we'll talk to you then. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.